Imagine seeing a ship in the distance and it's on fire. You race with your crew to get out to the ship as quickly as possible to rescue any survivors. Upon approaching the vessel, the ship disappears. For over 200 years, the ghost ship of Northumberland Strait has been a Canadian ghost story with hundreds of sightings. Today, you, April Killian. Hi, everyone. I'm back. And I are going to explore how this ship has terrorized the local residents. This is the Women Offshore Podcast. I'm your host, Ali Cedeno, a mariner and founder of Women Offshore. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. Women Offshore is a 501c3 nonprofit organization supporting a diverse workforce on the water. The Northumberland Strait is a body of water that separates Prince Edward Island from Nova Scotia and New Brunswick in eastern Canada. The ghost ship was mentioned in the Charlottesville Daily Patriot in 1885, and in early 1900, there is a group of sailors documented as having boarded a small rowboat in Charlottetown Harbor, racing towards the phantom ship to rescue the crew on this burning vessel, only to have the ship vanish. In 1937, a man named Albert told a local newspaper reporter, I could see the rigging burning and men hurrying around the deck as though fighting the flames. Some were climbing the mast and some were in the shrouds. They were apparently living men, but of course it was an illusion. Another woman in the early 1900s remembers attempting to use an early camera to take a photo of the fiery ship but when she went to have the film developed, no ship was there to be seen. In the 1950s, it was reported by a man named Willie. I was out fishing fall herring. A thick fog blew in and I started for port. There was a boat ahead of me, so I decided to follow it ashore. Suddenly, I realized I was almost on top of a treacherous reef. I also realized that if the boat I'd been following was a real boat, I couldn't possibly see it. Not through a pea soup fog. Yet, I could see it plainly. It was the fire ship, nothing else. In the 1970s, the car ferry Prince Nova, traveling between Woods Islands and Caribou on its route, attempted to bring aid to the burning ship, only to once again have it disappear into thin air when they approached at a close range. And then January 2008, a 17-year-old man named Matthew told his local newspaper he believed he saw the legendary phantom ship in the Taha Magush. April, did I say that right? Yes. Okay. In the Taha Magush Bay, which is near the coast of Nova Scotia, and he described it as a bright white and gold ship. I think it's also important to note that this folklore has been referenced by the First Nations people of the Mi'kmaq. So this is not a recent story. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So if this is indeed a real ship that, say, became a ghost ship, like, let's let's throw that out there for a second. What ship is it? So there are multiple thoughts as to what it could be. One of the theories along the New Brunswick coast is that it is the wreck 
off of Shippigan Island, known as the John Craig Light. In fact, they refer to this fire ship as such, the John Craig Light. Other New Brunswickers think it's the ghost of the column, which was lost in a storm in 1838. It's also been thought that this may be the Isabella. The Isabella was a ship that left port for South America in 1868. The last time the ship was ever seen was by the lighthouse keeper of the Amet Islands. There are plenty of people that think it's a real ship. I'm sure there are plenty of people who think it's a hallucination. So reality check here. What is it? So there's many thoughts as to what it could be, but nothing has been proven. One of the main concepts or ideas is that it's St. Elmo's fire. St. Elmo's fire is a glow that would accompany the charge of atmospheric electricity. It's actually named after the patron saint of seafarers, St. Elmo, and it would be a glow that's often seen off the mass. The problem with that theory, though, is that in order for there to be an electronic or electric charge, there has to be something for it to be charged off of. And obviously, these ships go out or these vessels go out to rescue them, and there's nothing there. Another theory is that it's a reflection of the moonlight on a bank of fog. There are many accounts of seeing this apparition that happen on foggy or misty nights. So that makes us think that it may just simply be the moonlight off reflecting off a bank of fog. Mm, yeah, and that seems more realistic. Another thought is that the vessel is a mirage known as the Fata Morgana. This Italian word first came to be known in the Mediterranean, although it can be seen worldwide and even at night, even in the Northumberland Strait. If the atmospheric conditions are right, it's possible that the vessel is an optical illusion so that the observer sees what he believes to be a bright vessel in full flame. Yeah, that could also be possible, right? It could be. So, April, what are some of your thoughts on this? You know, you've been doing some research into this and reading all these accounts, and I've loved exploring this with you, but but what do you think about what these stories mean and maybe what it tells us about mariners in general? So my thoughts are that, is it a ghost ship? Probably not. There's probably a scientific reason for why this is happening, and the residents are seeing this. Mariners have a culture of stories that has continued on since Homer first set out on his odyssey and came across sirens. And so these stories will continue on. Right? I mean, as mariners, we just love good sea stories. It's a part of our history. At Women Offshore, we have a whole section, right, where we talk about our experiences on the water. So it makes sense that people would look at this, they would see it out in the distance, and the stories would develop. And this perception that it could be a real ship could almost turn into a reality in people's minds. I agree. And I promise you that if I make my way up to Prince Edward's Island, I will certainly be looking out my window to look for the fire ship. Yeah. I hope to join you. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode. Happy Halloween from Women Offshore. Bye, everyone. Hey, it's Mark LaCour, Editor-in-Chief here at OGGN. Just a quick interruption to share a few things that are going on in October. We have not one but two industry mixers this month, one on October 7th and one on the October 21st. Just check out our social. They're always great events, and the money that you help us raise goes to fight human sex trafficking, and you get to network with oil and gas executives. We have a new show just came out, Energy Transition Podcast. Also remember, we have 14 other podcasts for your listening pleasure, 
And then the end of this year, we'll be full media partners for the 23rd World Petroleum Congress, December 5th through 9th. The World Petroleum Congress has not been in Houston over 30 years. So make sure you put space in your calendar. Come check us out. And then finally, join the OGDN Street Team on LinkedIn. It's our all-volunteer group that's really going places. I'll see you again next month. Thanks for tuning in to the Women Offshore podcast. What did you think of the show? Leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts. Additionally, if you want to propel Women Offshore forward, please visit womenoffshore.org or womenoffshore.shop, make a donation, or purchase some swag. Until next time, stay safe out there, and I'll talk to you soon.